You found the intersection of faith and the culture. This is Wall Builders Live, where we're taking on the hot topics of the day from a biblical, historical, and constitutional perspective. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Rick Green. I'm a former Texas legislator and America's Constitution coach, and I'm here with David Barton. He's America's premier historian and our founder at Wall Builders. Tim Barton, he's a national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders, and you. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you being a part of the program. Appreciate you being a person of action. If you haven't been up until this point, today is the day. If you have, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now is not the time to sit on the sidelines, so we're going to ask you to get involved, make a difference, give of your lives, your fortunes, and your sacred honor. Your life is your time, your fortunes, yes, that's your money, absolutely. Your sacred honor, honor, stand up, speak truth, stand for honor in your community. There's so much that you can do. Each and every one of us has a role to play, and we're asking you to participate in that. A couple of ways you can participate today, right there at our website, wallbuilderslive.com. Simply share the program with your friends and family. Just take the links and send them out. Then you can make a donation. Uh, that can be one time or monthly. It can be small. It can be big. Whatever the Lord puts on your heart, it helps to multiply this program and to amplify its voice and to get to more people and teach them truth and equip and inspire them. So God bless you for being a part of that. All right, David and Tim, we got an interesting interview today, and I, I'm going to tell you guys, for me personally, I finally started paying attention to the issue of the electric grid when I spent four days without power trying to use my generators and my battery packs and all that stuff to keep the food from spoiling, keep the grandchildren happy, and you know, generally survive for four days without electricity. Not fun. So I cannot imagine these people that had to do it for like two weeks last time. Uh, th- this was just a few weeks ago when this happened to, to, to us in Dripping Springs. And then, of course, you have, you know, you've had rolling blackouts and things like that happen once in a while. But most people have never experienced anything like that. So they just, you know, expect the, the light to come on when they flip the switch, expect the heater to come on when they, you know. And, and, and for those who have ever been through what we just went through as a family, you no longer take it for granted. And you start thinking, what would the world be like without electricity? Uh, and, and it could happen. And there's some people warning that we've got some some vulnerabilities, some real vulnerabilities, um, you know, to to our electric overall electric grid across the country. So that's our that's our topic today. Well, and we also point out that I think it was just a couple of weeks ago. It could have been a month ago at this point. Uh, but, you know, when when China had their spy balloon going over the U.S. and it was right. going over. Some of these electric power grids, some of these military sites, and for those who paid attention and remember, it was going, but, but the balloon was going between 40,000, 60,000, and at times it got up to around 100,000 feet. And why that's a big deal is because what the experts are telling us is if you were to release some kind of nuclear detonation in, in that range up at 100,000 feet, it could cause a mass EMP that could go over much of the nation and it could wipe out power. So this this idea of securing an electric grid, it is becoming now more of a reality. It, 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 there's always been vulnerabilities and weakness for the last several decades. This is something that should have been addressed decades ago. And, and the more that we find out about it, the more concerned we are that there hasn't been more done to this point. With that being said, now when you're looking at literally just months ago, a month ago, whatever it was, there being this Chinese spy balloon going across the U.S. And again, the elevation, when it was going up and down, and the reality that if, if, if they release some kind of, of, of nuclear device, some kind of massive explosion at that level, it can cause an EMP. The grid can go down. And if the grid goes down, estimates are that, that, that depending on where you live, that a huge, a huge swath of the population, between 60 to 90% of the population, 
could die within the first four weeks all the way through the first six months. The population could be decimated because of how reliant and dependent we are on the supply chain and, and people don't know how to grow their own crops and especially if you live in the city and, and you live in, in the middle of concrete where you don't have access to, to find necessarily clean drinking water or resources and food. There, there is a lot of potential for a, a, a person or a nation with ill intent to do great damage and significantly harm the population of the U.S just with the power grids alone, without firing a shot necessarily, just taking down the power grid could have catastrophic repercussions on the nation. And it's the kind of thing too, where that people kind of take for granted what we're used to. And we're used to having electricity. We're used to hitting the, the switches on the walls and, and having things come on or plugging things in and having it working. Texas got a little glimpse of this a couple of years ago. We, we had what we called Ice Mageddon, which for us, it was a lot colder than it's ever been. It was below zero all over the state. And so people are just cranking their electricity to keep it warm inside. And I was talking to a state rep who's on the committee over our Texas power. He said we came within about two minutes of losing the entire grid. And he said, had it gone down, it would have taken more than six months to recover it and rebuild it and get it back up. And so for that many Texans, 30 million Texans to be sitting there at, at five or 10 degrees below zero for six months, they have no firewood. They have no idea how to have it. Most houses don't have a fireplace. They wouldn't have, have had anything. And, you know, Tim and I and Rick, you two, we all live out in the country. And so we think, well, we're great on a ranch out here. Well, yeah, but even at that, our vehicles don't work. So you can't go into the grocery store, but you can't get anything from the grocery store because there's no delivery because the gas pumps have electricity to have to pump gas to the vehicles. And all the vehicles start with the electric stuff. And, and so just the electrical side of everything we rely on. If it goes down, man, it is an absolute destruction of our way of life. And Tim, as you mentioned, uh, it could result in up to 90% loss of life. I think there was a book you've talked about called One Second After, where a military guy kind of looked at what would happen uh, over the next year after something like this hit. So we're talking about this because there are three basic power grids in the United States, uh, and Texas is one of those three. And if the Texas power grid goes down, you have what's called cascading. And you saw this in New York City, other places where that when part of it goes down, it, it puts too much strain on the remaining part and they close down and it just cascades and it shuts down, shuts down, shuts down, shuts down, shuts down. And that's where you had a lot of blackouts on the East Coast or the West Coast or whatever. So this is just something for people to think about. Um, we're, we're told in Proverbs that a wise man foresees the danger and, and, and takes action to prevent bad stuff. And this is something that's got to get back on our thoughts because we just take it for granted. But our life would be so different, actually so destroyed for many people if they didn't have this electricity. And so this is a political thing. And that's part of what we cover here is looking at what we can do from a pro-family point of view on, on things like this. So great interview today. It's something people don't think about. It's something that needs to be back at the top of our awareness. Well, and David, even the, even the, even the credit cards, man. I mean, you can't even uh, you can't get your gas unless you got cash to pay for your gas, if the gas station will even stay open. I saw that happen uh, a few weeks ago when, when this happened to us in stores that uh, couldn't use their, couldn't use their, you know, the, the, the uh, merchant processing is what the word I was looking for there. Um, so it's just things we don't even think about that would, uh, that would shut down and, and the chaos that would um, happen as a result. And so, yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk uh, in our interview today specifically about the Texas grid and the ability to secure that one. Our guest will tell us why that is the, the, the place to start. Uh, but this is important for everybody across the country. This is a huge issue, very important for us to pay attention to. 
David Tice, our special guest. Stay with us. We'll be right back on Wobblers. Hey, this is Tim Barton with Wall Builders. And as you've had the opportunity to listen to Wall Builders Live, you've probably heard the wealth of information about our nation, about our spiritual heritage, about the religious liberties, about all the things that makes America exceptional. And you might be thinking, as incredible as this information is, I wish there was a way that I could get one of the Wall Builders guys to come to my area and share with my group, whether it be a church, whether it be a Christian school or public school or some political event or activity. If you're interested in having a Wall Builder speaker come to your area, you can get on our website at www.wallbuilders.com and there's a tab for scheduling. And if you'll click on that tab, you'll notice there's a list of information from speakers' bios to events that are already going on. And there's a section where you can request an event to bring this information about who we are, where we came from, our religious liberties and freedoms. Go to the Wall Builders website and bring a speaker to your area. This is Tim Barton from Wall Builders with another moment from American history. Too often today, history education excludes great black heroes from the American founding, such as Lemuel Haynes. Haynes, abandoned as a baby, pioneered churches across Upper New England. He became the first black American to pastor a white congregation, to receive an honorary master's degree, and to be ordained by a mainstream Christian denomination, the Congregationalists. He was a soldier during the American Revolution, and in his churches on George Washington's birthday, he regularly preached sermons honoring George Washington. Even late in his life, he expressed his willingness to go back to battle if necessary to protect America, which he called a sacred ark. American history is filled with numerous examples of black heroes who are largely ignored by mainstream education today. For more information about Pastor Lemuel Haynes and other colonial patriots, go to wallbuilders.com. Welcome back to Wallbuilders. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, special guest David Tice is with us. I had a chance to get to know him over the last, well, I guess we met about seven or eight months ago. I had a great day uh, at the Capitol and a great reception. Uh, just a really important topic, folks, for you to pay attention to. Uh, David's one that uh, helped get Soul Surfer produced and done a lot of other movie things as well. But this one may be one of the most important things he's done in his life. David, thanks so much for joining us today, man. Glad to be with you, Rick, and all your listeners. Well, griddownpowerup.com is the website. We'll have a link so folks can find out more. But you have just been a man on a mission with this and brought more attention to it than anyone. Got Dennis Quaid to be in the new movie that you did and and uh, just you know the right legislators involved. I mean, you've really been working hard to bring attention to this issue. And, uh, of course, our mutual friend, Senator Bob Hall, has been at it for a long time trying to get people to pay attention as well. It feels like, David, there's progress. Like there's starting to be, a, you know, more people are paying attention. I don't know that we're to the tipping point yet, but we're seems like we're moving the right way for sure. Well, it certainly seems like we're getting there, Rick. And uh, we had Dennis Quaid be on Jesse Waters and Fox News made it their number one alert. And people were getting text messages about it. So a lot of people are hearing about it. And we are making progress inside the Texas legislature. There's two bills being considered, one in the House, one in the Senate. The Senate bill has 25 Senate joint authors. So that's really big. Wow. Yeah, man, that's uh, <laughs> that's not easy to do at all. Uh, huge progress. And, and I don't want to steal thunder from the movie. I want people to go watch it because it is so powerfully done. 
for those that may think, well, ah, somebody else will take care of this. I don't have to pay attention to it or it won't affect me or all those things. Listen, this affects everyone, and everyone admits that we're vulnerable. There, I don't think there's anybody out there that's saying, oh, this isn't a problem anymore. I think everybody realizes this is a problem. Uh, now it's just getting the political will and getting the politicians to make the decisions necessary uh, to secure our grid. T- tell, let's back up a little bit, and David, tell us why Texas is so important and, and why you picked this as really the main battleground for right now. Well, Texas is my state, and Texas has their own grid. So there are three grids in the United States of America, the eastern grid, the western grid, and the Texas grid. And therefore, uh, the issue is actually in New York City in 2003 when – we had some overgrown foliage up against a power line that caused cascading blackouts that ended up impacting eight states, and including New York City, that knocked out the power for about 36 hours and for many people, many more hours. And therefore, in Texas, if we protect our own grid, we will not be at risk from the cascading impact from other states and that also i guess you know even from a political perspective it gives you one target one one legislature to work with one group of decision makers um and 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 one one constituency too you can fire up texans to say hey look let's be the the one state in the union that is that is uh, protected here and gets this done right and then they get the rest can learn from us so it seems it's a smart political move uh and just in terms of strategy and tactics to, to get this done it just makes sense. And, and so you put a real concentrated effort in this session, and uh, we were together a couple of weeks ago at, at what turned out to be a great, you know, a great day for uh, this movement. And, and uh, you had Dennis Quaid in. He, a lot of people, of course, he draws crowds and people come and, and listen. And, and that really, uh, I can't remember if it was you that night that, that made the comment or Tommy that said, you know, it literally just threw doors open for you uh, and, and for the movement. Um, so it's, it, it seems like that was a really successful day and, and week, really. Yeah, so we ended up bringing Disquay to the Capitol, and that opened doors. We ended up having meetings with Governor Greg Abbott, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, Attorney General Ken Paxton, as well as Speaker of the House Dave Phelan. And we wouldn't have been able to have all those meetings otherwise. And then we ended up having a group of people, you know, schmooze and take pictures with Disquay at the Supreme Court chambers, and then we ended up having a cocktail party at the end, and Dennis Quaid was recognized on the Senate floor for his uh, service to Texas. Well, okay, so tell me now, what are we asking for, right? What does it take to, to, to strengthen our grid and, and get to a place where you feel like, okay, we, we accomplished the goal? Like, what's a win on this fight? Well, there's a few wins, Rick. Uh, Right now, we have these two bills, and our first win is getting those passed, and then those bills will essentially uh, require a Texas Grid Security Commission to be created that will essentially set standards for protection of the grid against all threats. And we talk in the movie about the threats of physical attack, an electromagnetic pulse attack, a cyber attack, and then a geomagnetic disturbance or a solar flare. Uh, Essentially, for uh, protection, 
of our grid. It might be better fencing around key nodes, substations that are especially critical, you know, much better fencing than what we have with just our chain link fences. And then there will be some filters on the front end or surge arresters, or there's other complicated physics terms that can be utilized to protect transformers. Yeah, and you and you covered this in the in the film. I, I was totally ignorant on most of this, and and I'm still pretty ignorant about a lot of things, including a lot of this. But the movie made it simple for me, where I, I began to understand number one, even just the supply of of a lot of these um, key components, and how you know it's difficult to get many of these things, and the length of time that it that it takes, and then how vulnerable um, some of these key substations are that can create, like you were talking about, the cascading effect. Uh, but also then how easy some of these steps are, like you're saying, the fencing and in, even just some of the security. And then the movie also points out the, you know, the, the, the attacks that that have taken place already where people have it's literally a terrorist attack whenever they go after these uh, these substations to try to create chaos and create mayhem. Uh, the kind of stuff you think you're, you know, in some dystopian movie when you talk about this stuff and that it doesn't happen or wouldn't happen here. But it does. And, and you know, uh, plans have already been made by others to do that and some thwarted. Uh, that this is a real deal, and and what you're saying is there's real solutions, and this is one of those things that you literally have to pick up the phone and call your legislator and say, hey, please take these steps to help us secure the grid so that we don't end up in a situation that would be far worse than what we experienced with the COVID crackdowns or anything we've experienced in our lifetime here in America. Yeah, and to put that into perspective, the most number of people we've ever lost in the United States has been 12,000 which was a lot bigger than what we lost in 9-11. What we're talking about, and this came from a congressionally mandated EMP commission that talked about the loss of life that would occur if the power was out nationwide for nine months. And if a number of transformers go out, and in fact a FERC, Federal Energy Regulatory Commission study, found that if as few as nine transformers were out, you know, say from a physical attack, it could cause a nationwide blackout. Now, that probably wouldn't happen, wouldn't would knock it out for nine months. But if transformers were knocked out around the country, uh, and it would be difficult to get them back up again, the EMP commission found that the power could be out for nine months. If that happened, as many as 90% of American citizens could die. And, and people may think that's an exaggeration. Man, we have become so dependent on electricity. Um, and, and even in the even in the freeze that Texas had, I guess, what, two years ago, year and a half ago, whatever it was, the, you know, I, I mean, even in that short period of time, uh, the deaths that occurred and the chaos and the mayhem that, that, that occurred gave us just a little bitty inkling of an idea of what that would be like for what you're describing nine months that the commission said, um, you know, could potentially happen and the, and, and the level of, of uh, devastation that would happen as a, as a result of that. When you hear those numbers, uh, it makes sense that we would say, why not take the simple steps? You know, why not do these, these easy things? You guys also created a way for people to plug in basically to, to let their legislators know and, and, and to participate in the process. And you've got the links at the, at the website, griddownpowerup.com, griddownpowerup.com. 
um, you, you know, a way to spread the word, a way to contact, you know, legislators and the right people and, and, to, and to join the Security Council that you've created. So it's not like you're just, you know, making a movie and getting people riled up. You've really spent some time on the solutions. I appreciate that because that doesn't always happen. So thanks for having the follow through options for people to have as well. You're welcome. And if I could just amplify on that just a second. So you yeah. go to the website, as you've mentioned, and you go to the participate tab. Under the participate tab, there's a way, there's actually three different outreaches. And you just have to add your home address, a few clicks of your mouse, so that you can find your correct state legislator and congressional legislator, as well as your chairman of your state's commission, as well as your FERC and NERC regulators, actually your governor, also your uh, adjutant general for your state's National Guard, various people, and you have the capability to make phone calls as well. I love it, man. I love it. This is uh, this is what it takes to, to to make change happen. It's not enough for us to rant and rave about stuff like this. We have to we have to do this blocking and tackling the steps that actually move policy move move policymakers to to make these decisions. And uh, you know, I, I'm David. Listen, I'm not, I'm not sure people. I mean, it 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 took an effort like this to get people to pay attention and uh, partners like you know senator hall and others coming alongside you but i just want to say thank you man appreciate you leading this and getting all these people to be a part of it uh, appreciate the, the the persistence that you've had with it um, i know for a lot of our listeners this is the very first time they've heard anything about this and so they're going to be looking for ways to get involved in their states as well especially to our texas listeners uh, that's where we can make the biggest difference the fastest right now but, uh, but man, just keep it up and, and hopefully coming back and uh, give us a good report and on some of the movement uh, as we continue this fight. Great. And, again, thanks for your outreach to get your listeners involved. And if each of your listeners like it and do it, then if they will share it with 10, 20 of their friends, that's how we're going to make this happen. So we need yeah. ticked off uh, mama bears and soccer dads to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's get it done. David Tice, God bless you, brother. Thanks for coming on, man. God bless you. Take care. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back with David and Tim Barton. Have you noticed the vacuum of leadership in America? We're looking around for leaders of principle to step up, and too often, no one is there. God is raising up a generation of young leaders with a passion for impacting the world around them. They're crying out for the mentorship and leadership training they need. Patriot Academy was created to meet that need. Patriot Academy graduates now serve in state capitals around America, in the halls of Congress, in business, in the film industry, in the pulpit, in every area of the culture. They're leading effectively and impacting the world around them. Patriot Academy is now expanding across the nation, and now's your chance to experience this life-changing week that trains champions to change the world. Visit PatriotAcademy.com for dates and locations. Our core program is still for young leaders 16 to 25 years old, but we also now have a citizen track for adults. So visit the website today to learn more. Help us fill the void of leadership in America. Join us in training champions to change the world at PatriotAcademy.com. We're back here at Wobblers. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks to David Tice for joining us and to Dennis Quaid for, for doing the movie. I told him that night, guys, at the reception, I was like, you know, somebody as famous as you stepping out on a policy issue like this, that that takes courage. And, and you know, I really appreciate him being willing to do that because you're going to get criticized 
anytime you do anything in the political realm or, or you know, push for a particular uh, policy. So I'm glad these guys are leading the way on this and bringing attention to it. You know, we mentioned it earlier. This is initially Texas because of the Texas grid where the legislative fight is. There's also work right now in D.C. on the issue to try to get congressmen educated about it. But everybody can play a role. It's not just our Texas listeners. Everybody else, you as well, go to the website, watch the movie. Even if you just, they've got like a pared down, like 10 or 12 minute version of it. Even if you just watch that one and send it to your state reps and state legislators, to your members of Congress, get them educated and then get signed up on the list so that when it gets to your state, we can let you know. Or when I say we, they at uh, at, at Grid Down Power Up can can let you know. So anyway, really interesting interview, guys. This is a little different from topics we normally cover, but it does affect everybody. It is the thing that does affect everybody, but there's an old axiom that says to be forewarned is to be forearmed. And if you know something might be coming, you can take action for it and prepare for it. And so this is a thing that is very tenuous. And again, like I mentioned at the beginning, I mean, Texas came within just a couple of minutes of having 30 million people without any kind of power for six months. And that would have cascaded because you would have had those other two power grids try to supply Texas and they couldn't have done that. And they'd start shutting down. So this really is the thing where that legislatures can take action to help prepare for this, help prepare their own state. We don't want to get in a situation where we get that, like Tim said, the EMP, if that China balloon had come. But we don't want to get in a situation where we lose this power thing. This is just something we take for granted. So there's a lot of action we can do. And Rick, as you said, get legislators to watch that film, know about their own power grid and how to work with them on the east and west and Texas side. This is a big deal for every American. Well, friends, we've given you a lot of action items today. You know, first of all, just become a Constitution coach. Start hosting a biblical citizenship in modern America class right there in your home, in your living room. Uh, Bring people over. You'll have great fellowship. The videos, I promise you, will be encouraging. People will find hope, and they will find action items, things they can do to make a difference. I find that many people today, they realize there's something wrong. They realize the culture is crumbling. They're looking around going, okay, now what do I do to make a difference? And we have the answers. God's Word has all the answers for everything we're facing, and including the action steps, how we should act as the church, how we should act as as believers, and that's what we teach in those courses. So I encourage you to become a coach today. You can do that at patriotacademy.com. Just sign up to be a coach. It's free, and we give away the classes for free. So your students get to take the class for free as well. It's a great opportunity to build camaraderie, to build community. Whether you host a class at your home or your church or wherever, we just encourage you to get a class going. Lots of things you can do. Make sure you get engaged, folks. Let's save this country. Thanks for listening to Wallpapers Live. We stand undivided forever.